Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. So, you kind of, you're a happy, do you think you're a happy child? Were you a, oh, yeah. yeah. And then I was a, I had a I had a blessed childhood. Right. Are you kidding? I mean, every time I drive by that little park in Holmby Hills, right. I think I grew up in that little right. park for so. a while. But then you lose your mother at yeah, 16, sixteen, and that's a really I mean that's young, and it's a horrible time. I to, think to lose a parent at any any age, age is, I is know. Hard. Joan Rivers said that to mm-hmm. me too. Yeah, um, I loved her. Oh my God, so. So great. No, like the I can't even. I, I she was she was an original. Yeah. And classy and smart and, and kind. Really kind yeah. and generous. Yeah. yeah. Like my friend Don Rickles. Yes. Okay. Don was like that. Yes. And they would come out with this persona and people wouldn't think that they were right. like that. But they were so generous. You know, you can't you know why? Because you can't be that persona right. without being 
truly being a good person. You couldn't get away with that. Right. Because like like the president, he is that persona. And yeah. and it's and it doesn't come from a it comes from hate and anger. They come from Come on, let's all laugh at ourselves. Yeah. You know, I think that Joan and Don and all of the the people out that I was so lucky, the comedians that I was so lucky to be around, who I watched, you know, later on in life. Right. Um, they 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 were so generous um, because they had had such a rough time. Right. Making it, and they had such a tough time. Right. And so that when they became famous. Or had a great gig. They were grateful. They were yeah. grateful. They came from a place of grateful. Right. Yeah. And then there were the bitter and twisted ones. Right. Who became not so grateful. Well, those are the people, because, you know, as a comedian, there are some people who it's like they just get lucky and they don't really have what, you know, they don't have the backup. Like, you know, they're not prepared. They, they, it takes so long to become a great comic, you know, Listen, and we're the lowest of, form of the, you know. No, I don't believe that. I don't believe that because I'm just I, saying, think that, I think that comedians are so gifted because it takes so much mm-hmm. knowledge and so much talent to realize what makes another human being right. laugh. And don't you think now, especially now, like Colbert, thank God. Thank God for I, those guys. And thank I, I, God for SNL. I would and thank down. God for Samantha B. And thank God you know, for Samantha B. I have, to, man. I have Sorry, to tell you something. I love Colbert, I met, though. If you would yeah. find me, you'd have to call 911 if I ran into Stephen Colbert. He's <laughs> I, I did his show. No, you did. And I almost. Like, I know. I, and I was backstage I waiting know. for you. And I was like. <sighs> I, because I, I, and it was so genuine he's because he's so, so fucking brilliant. He's so, he's so talented. I know. So he's great. beyond. And, but I got to tell you something. I cannot go to sleep at night without laughing. Right. That's a big thing mm-hmm. for me that I have laughter to laugh. Laughter is so important. And laughter is so important. And especially for, uh, for, for me at this time, because, you know, I, I've been in a battle. Yeah. Uh, for six years with breast cancer. Breast cancer, yeah. And so I've had some real, real challenges. Yeah. So I need to laugh. So I important. need to find the funny. And I know that people say, how can you find what you've gone through funny? I said, I'm going to find the funny in this because that's what Joan Rivers said to me. You when ha- she said, find the funny. She said, it may not be right now, but you will find right. it. And uh, f- five months ago, five months ago, I had a brain tumor. And so it was really, really right. challenging. But I did find the funny. Right. Um, and and I am now legally allowed to sing if I only had a brain. <laughs> That's a good one. But it's true. And it, a lot of people below. don't realize that that as a comedian, we always look for the fun. No matter how ornery and horrible the situation is. We do, and some people find it inappropriate. But, I, but I'm telling you, it's... I, it, it 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 can be inappropriate. But I think, and I always there are times when I say too soon, right? Um, and sometimes people will say it isn't too soon. And I see, I believe there it is too. Sometimes where you just say, okay, the the line is there, and it's okay to cross it. It's right. just when to cross it, right? So right. that you don't. So the funny doesn't turn into uncomfortable, right? Right, and so it's, and it's a challenging thing for a comedian because they want to make us laugh, but they don't know when to do it. Right. Well, 
you know, it, it's just it's I've had so many, you know, uh, people that I've admired over the years um, who have been in the world of comedy and that wonderful, fantastic show on CNN that I watched. Yeah, all the, the time. history of con- so that they oh, haven't it's, it's put brilliant. me on, it's, even oh. though I write for CNN. Okay, it's well bitter, I, bitter party of one. Okay, bitter, bitter oh. and twisted party of one. <laughs> um, you could, I mean, you you have to say to yourself, okay, maybe it'll be tomorrow, right? Maybe, Maybe they'll tomorrow. call. That's what's so great and so horrible about this business. So you, um, you, you did a lot of acting and you know studying. Yeah. Um, uh, and your voice teacher, first of all, Ernie Sabella. Oh, don't. Can I tell you? Right. I I did a sitcom in the '90s called All American Girl with Margaret Cho, and it got we got canceled, and I went and on an audition. The week we got canceled for a show called Blame It on Ernie. Yes. Are you kidding? I didn't know this. And I booked it. And I was the only one leaving that show with another job. And it was a show for Ernie Sabella. And I played a postal worker. And it was on UPN. And uh, we got an order of, I think, eight or 13. Right. And uh, we did three. And then UPN got a new president, and they were like, nah, we don't like this show. So it never aired. Oh, oh my God. But I worked with Ernie Sabella, and his brother is your voice teacher. David. Yes, he is, David. So great. I have to tell you, there are two of the most remarkable people, and uh. they're both, which I'm really lucky. I asked both of them to guest with me at 54 Below. You did? I did. And? Then- and- they're coming next week. I want to go. Go, go. And then Let's I've got out. my friend Ruthie Williamson. Uh huh. So great. Okay, who is so talented, and Haley Swindle, who is just a very, very talented, talented singer. And so I, I thought this is. I called the show. My new show is called To Ellen Back. Mm-hmm. And because I have been to Ellen Back. Yeah. And I thought to myself, how do I say thank you? Let me call some of my really good friends and say, you want to come play in the sandbox. So fucking great. So let me say thank you. Let me not only say thank you to the friends that I always say this Mm -hmm. to them. They came for the whole dinner party. Right. They didn't just show up for appetizers and And then leave to go see a show. No, they stayed with me through coffee and dessert. Right. Mm -hmm. So this is my way of saying thank you to not only them, but to the audience right. who stayed with me. You're worth saying for. <laughs> um, so you uh, you got, um, let me look, you, you got in, you were Grease 2. Yeah. Uh, well, Promises Promises yes. on Broadway. Um, uh, Grease 2. Yes. Where the Boys Are. Yes. You had an affair with Barry Manilow. Now, I, and I read... An article where you said you went in. What? You never told me that. That you went in. My best friend. I know that. Just shut up. Okay, I'm sorry. You went in to see Bette Midler. Correct. Okay. And there's this piano player. Correct. And Barry Manilow. And you are mesmerized by him. Mesmerized. And. Didn't care what was happening. What was going on with Bette. No. And. And. Which I can see because he is a fucking like I I fucking love him so much, <laughs> and so and I'm like, of course she did. Of who wouldn't fall in love with Barry Manilow? So you 
we we have Did you... we're very 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 close friends. Right. And he is he has gone through all of the times of being in and being in style and then being not in but he's lasted. Right. Mm-hmm. He has lasted. Well, he has longevity because he's so fucking. I mean, so because talented. he's so talented. But all, he's, yeah. And st- with the jingles. But listen, it, like not a only good the, neighbor, <laughs> State Farm. Is the, I mean, he was. <laughs> he, okay, yes, sorry. He, but he also, he's taught me a great deal. Right. He has taught me. I, I don't mean, know it, what that I, noise is, by the way. Someone's but, vacuuming. Sorry, it's, okay. it's June Cleaver. Um, yeah. <laughs> a, oh, there's someone in a dress. Vacuuming. Go ahead. Um, he's taught you, yes. He's, he's taught me everything that I need to know, and everything that I do, I run past him as far as my shows go. And he's so generous. And there have been times I said I've sent him several times. I think I'm going to do that. I hate that idea. Okay, never mind. <laughs> right. Um, so you have complete and utter trust in him. Absolutely. You, Absolutely. He did. He was the person who said to me when I was ready to sing my mother's, <coughs> you know, incredible library of music. Right. I called him. Right. And I said, OK, I had written the book and I had made the miniseries. And I said, OK, now I think I'm ready to go and, and tackle this incredible library. And I thought that I was going to get some very, very long, long speech. And he right. said, it's about time and hung up the phone. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so he, I trust him. And he's the one who introduced me to Ken and Mitzi Welch, who wrote. Mitzi is definitely Jewish. Maybe not. Okay. okay. Ken and Mitzi Welch, right, they then. wrote all the Carol Burnett shows. Oh! And best. they wrote songs my mother taught me for me. Wow. Yeah. Which is great. A great show. It is a great it's show. A great you, show. Were you at the taping of Barbara Streisand? Yes. Okay. You were? I, I have to die right now. I'm just dying. I'm having smelling salts. I didn't know on... you were there when, she, when Happy what? Days and yeah. Good Happy. Okay. Just everyone calm down. So gay. I can't help I it. mean, I can't take it. Well, it's I can't. It's the first old of all. Man. I have to say, you know, Barbara Streisand comes on the show on your mother, and your mother is oh my god, like fawning and like amazing. Yeah. You know, so unlike any other woman in Hollywood. And then Psycho walks in. <laughs> well, <laughs> not Psycho, but you know, I mean, I've watched that clip a hundred thousand times. Well, Ethel Merman. The new belter. The new belter. But she, in her eyes. You don't analyze it. You remember she sings it from the audience? Yeah. Like, Ethel, is that you? I hear a big voice. Right. And, but <laughs> it was not, nothing was planned. Nothing was written. Are you kidding me? Ethel, Ethel just across, sang. That's hysterical. No, no, she was across the hall doing the skeleton show. Oh, that's yes. right. That's right. And so she heard about this and she just walked into, she just walked in and just, did it like and that, and my mother started laughing. <laughs> She's and Barbara, that. if you see Barbara's a little like, taken Barbara's back. like, "What's going I on? What's happening?" And 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 Ethel is like, um, "Oh, the new belt," and, and like seething, seething. Uh, no, it I looks like she... he's see- she's seething, and no, no, like no, that's the wasn't. story behind. And, like, and what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, right. I've got a what new else show. are you doing? Oh, I guess I am. Yeah. And I and for for in our generation who who was obsessed with that clip. Yeah. We all thought that Ethel was like jealous of Barbara. No, 
So, didn't no. you? That's I the, thought, well, I, lo- I love it when she says, um, and what are you doing? And she goes, oh, I'm reading a new show called Funny Girl no. with Julie Stein. Julie Stein! Stein! Julie Stein! I, I he wrote Chipsy! Yeah, yeah, he wrote and then, Chipsy. And then it yeah. comes back to Ethel. Yeah. yeah. But. <laughs> okay, you two are scaring. Oh, God, <laughs> sorry. We're no, like, okay. I, I never talk about this stuff in front of you. I know. I mean. But you want to know something? It was, it, Ethel was not jealous of anybody. Oh, I bet. She she knew exactly who she was. So, but it was just a time it, it, that that it happened and it made us all sort of laugh and giggle and and Do you that. ever bump into Bar- Barbara Shazan? Um I've I've seen Barbara at events and yeah. all that and she's always Is she been lovely to you? Lovely. Always. She, I, mean, I always okay. Has, and she's always been incredibly generous right. about what she says about my mother and what working with my mother meant to her. Yeah. I love that you love your mother so much. I do. I know. I just love that. That's well, great. We, it's you know. just so because you know I loved my mother so well, yeah, much. I think we too. all love our mother. You know, I know all some three people of us. are assholes all about their mother. Yes, yeah. so we all love our mothers. But yeah. the fact that you, I mean, it's so beautiful. Well, thank you. Um, so Barbara. All right, I won't even. I won't. I won't. I, won't, I, I won't continue with Barbara Streisand. But okay. I did meet. I just want to tell you, I met her um, at a fundraiser for yeah. Obama. At someone's house, a friend right. of mine who's, you know, well-to-do and had this fundraiser, and Michelle Obama was there and everything. Now, see, and, I, that would make me faint. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I almost, yeah. And so I saw her, and I was like, I, I don't want to talk to her because I don't want it ruined. That's how I feel about Olivia. De Havilland? Newton-John. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to meet Olivia because I know that it wouldn't be... Also, uh, also, I made Lorna Love laugh. I made Lorna Love laugh. But the two of you, to have a John. Oh, okay. This, I think okay. this is the gayest episode. It's pretty gay. Hey, everyone. Did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever, forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but Fast Growing Trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. 
you need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Judy Gold at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code Judy Gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. You are performing at 54 Below. I am. Um, Are you doing a lot of touring? Right now, I'm beginning to get back on my feet again. I, okay. I, I am. I'm, was I'm, it? Did it really take you for... Was that like... A brain tumor? Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it I takes know. you a little bit... It, you're, you're a little, I told you it, she's funny. I fucking love her. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you had the breast cancer. I still have breast right. cancer. Okay. I'm still battling. I'm okay. Still, I, I've gone through... Uh, six years. So uh, it started with a lumpectomy, and then I went through six months of chemo, right. lost my hair, did all of that. And did your hair come to... back the same way? Yeah. It did. It wow, did, that's actually. unusual. It yeah, is okay. unusual. Yeah. And then um, I was told I was good to go, and then it came back. And then it came back in my rib cage, oh, in the God. front of my rib cage. And so um, um, I had a surgery on a scale of one to Caitlyn Jenner. Right. Mine was an 11. Wow. Okay. So, okay, um, and they had to take part of seven of my ribs away. Wow. And my chest wall and my sternum. And right. They took one of my girls away. Uh-huh. And then Who to needs put her? Me, and, well, they, yeah. to put me back together, right. they took my back muscle and they stretched it all the way to my front. So wow. I never know if I'm coming in the door or leaving. I mean, it's like when I want to scratch my back, right. I go like this. I mean, the jokes. It, <laughs> okay. Find the funny, baby. You find the funny right. in it. Funny. And then I thought I was good to go. And um, then it came back again. And oh, then I had that again. And then just this past March, um, I was going, I had just played 54 Below. And I was on a plane, and I was going to London, and I went to sleep on the plane, and I woke up, and I couldn't see. Oh. And uh, everything looked like not a. It looked like a, a, a kaleidoscope, and it looked like a crossword puzzle. Right. And I said to my husband, "I'm. I don't know what's happening, but I can't see." And he said, "Well, uh, I said it, it's a little bit." It's a little bit jet lag and, and all of that. And so it went on for... I did a show. Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember... The show the, must go on. Yes. I did a show and I did all the lyrics, but I couldn't put a sentence together wow. to say... Wow. That's so interesting. interesting that your your brain remembers... Yeah. part of your brain. So then my husband said, okay, something's really, really wrong. He called my incredible oncologist in LA. And, and you get said, all of your doctors from Barry Manilow, I heard. I got my main doctor... Oh, okay. My main doctor who looks after me, right. David Agus, from Barry Manilow. And um, then he got the incredible Philomena McAndrew, who was the Sex and the City doctor. Wow. Remember when? Yes. Yes. yes they, nobody could get in to see her. Right. They did that great. That was, that's my yeah. doctor. And I'm very, you know, as I said, incredibly grateful and fortunate to have them look after me. But he called and... Sh- Philomena said, get her to an ER. I, I don't right. know. Get, just get her to an ER. I said, stop it. Everybody's being dramatic. I have to do another show. Right. And then 
when that show really started getting strange because I really couldn't put a sentence together. Right. I could remember things. My husband said, no, this is the end of that. And then it was interesting. My friend Anita Dobson, do you know who she is? She's married to Brian May. Mm-mm. And she's an incredibly funny, brilliant actress in England. She said, something's not right with you. And I said, I'm fine. I'm just jet lagged. And she said, something's not right. Then my best friend, a girl, my girlfriend Stacy, brought me a menu. And she said, read this. And I said, I can't. No. And she said, you're going right now. Did, and I did, went did, right to an ER in London. And they did an MRI on me. And I had a brain tumor the size of probably maybe a tangerine. Wow. And they came out and they literally said to my husband, she has brain cancer. Oh, my God. They didn't even ask me for tea. <laughs> they didn't... <laughs> <laughs> and she found not the even funny. bring the tea. Found the funny. Um, yeah. And so, what ha- happened was, they had to put me in this hospital for three days to shrink with steroids. My head to fly me back to Los Angeles. No way to get I, to have the surgery. Yeah, because I would have stroked out. Oh my so, god. So, he was freaking out. By the way, I just want you to know. I know that. you were. I know. And and yeah, it was it was bit. one of those things. And um, I had another one of my best friends with me, and it was my husband and my best friend, Liz. And we got to LAX, and of course, you know, TMZ came out. And uh, my girlfriend yeah. says, oh, flashbulbs, brain tumor, not good. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And the next day I was interviewing, you know, brain surgeons, and I was lucky enough to have uh, Philomena find me this amazing man by the name of Dr. Ray Chu. And he said, what are you doing Tuesday? He said, let's go take this sucker out. And I said, okay. And they opened up the back of my head and they took it out and I'm fine. Well, I just want to say you look fabulous. Thank you. And my hair just grew back for the second time. It looks good. It looks awesome. It does. It does. I love the color. But the fact that you... You said, no, I'm fine until you like was when she said, read the menu. Was, did it hit you at that point when she said, read the menu that uh yeah. oh, this is something's wrong? Yeah, because yeah. I couldn't see. I couldn't, right. I couldn't do I couldn't do that. Um, this is after my husband and Anita and all of these people had said something's wrong. And plus the fact my uh, brilliant angel oncologist, Philomena McAndrew, was freaking out saying i don't care what she says right. get her, her to an er because breast cancer goes to two places secondary which right. first it's your bones and then it's your brain yeah. and they did this brain surgery on me and uh that was four months ago and i'm going to do my first show i'm so excited Bravo. that's so exciting yeah. oh god jamie all right Sorry. i just have a couple more questions because okay. apparently you have she- to leave well, okay. Lorna has to leave. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> oh, thanks. You have to leave. I, we, we both have to leave. Okay. Yes. okay. You were late. Okay. And now you're sucking. Now you're right. sucking my life dry. All right. <laughs> I mean, like, when am I going to have this okay, opportunity oh, no, again? Stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. <laughs> hey, everyone. You know what I just did? I tore. I poured and I enjoyed a packet of Liquid IV because I love Liquid IV. Liquid IV is a major part of my life. And I just worked out with my trainer and I 
had a delicious lemon ginger liquid IV. That one has a little extra. That has a little green tea in it, and so that's a little caffeinated. So I enjoy that because I needed it today. And, you know, it's getting warmer out, and what does that mean? Summer. Oh, God, please come. It can't come soon enough. And that means you have to hydrate. And that's what Liquid IV does. It hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. And it has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in one little stick. And that's why Liquid IV is the number one powered hydration brand in America. Okay? And I love it. I use it every day. Ben's basketball team uses it. It is a science-backed formula that works. It keeps you hydrated. And they have sugar-free. They have sugar-free packets in white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. Okay? I didn't do the sugar-free. Okay. But Elisa does the sugar-free. So what are you going to do? You're going to stay hydrated because it's very, very important. And Liquid IV has been a longtime sponsor, and I love them, and they are a quality product. And this is what you're going to do. You're going to turn your ordinary, ordinary, can't speak, turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JudyGold at checkout. That's J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, can't even say my name, at liquidiv.com. Got it? You're welcome. Broadway. Would you do Broadway again? Sure. In two seconds. Yeah. Yeah, because that's like coming home. Yeah. That I love the process of doing theater. I love theater. I I love I love the process of doing theater and I love the process of sometimes doing theater and you have a great experience and sometimes you don't have a great experience, but it gives you that feeling of, okay, I know what not to do again. Right. Right. So it teaches you that. And live, there is nothing like having an audience. No, it's because you know why? You can't screw up. Right. You can't right. really, really mess up because if you do, you, there's no chance to right. say, I was only kidding. Can right. I go back and do this exactly. again? Exactly. Exactly. So, and you have to focus. Oh. Focus with the mostest. Yeah. Why do you think there are so many versions of A Star is Born? Because what I said earlier, because of the subject matter. Because, again, being about humanity and being about human But emotion. it's also like it, they're not sequels, you know? It's that they're their own. It's like they're, they're taking own, a song. But it's their, and ha, you know. It's their own entity. Right, right. right. That's why I was so happy and so thrilled for Lady Gaga right. and for Bradley Cooper with this one. It was, that's theirs. Right. right. They did the new one. They did the one that people are going to go see that story. Right. For it the keeps first it alive. Count, right. And it keeps it alive. Yeah. And they were so, I have to tell you, she is spectacular. Oh, I love her. But as a person. Yes. She is 
and her mother is too. Is she? Yes. Oh, I oh I I, I I've seen her at benefits and st- yeah, her mother I, is too. I just find her to be so smart and so kind and right. so generous and so nice and so talented. Right. So talented. She is. And he is so the same. I mean, he's just incredibly nice and I think taking this on as your first film, that's a right. lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Dare I ask? Yeah. What your second? I think I know your first favorite version of A Star Is Born. Dare I ask this, your second favorite version of A Star Is Born? My second favorite version of A Star Is Born would be this one. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. Not Barbara's or Janet's. N- no. No. N- no. Wow. Uh, that's to, awesome. I, I love this version. I do. Me, Me too. Yeah. I'm so happy for them. I'm so happy for everyone. I'm so happy oh, God, for... God, I want to be you. Why? I just she... want that... Fu- no, I you need... don't. You want to be you. I've got to be me. Happy <laughs> Judy <laughs> No, there's no... I can't. I really want... I I think, you know, I, I do come off as the most, you know, negative. But I am really positive. You are. That you all, know, Mark because, says that all the time. Huh? Mark says that all the time. Because I wouldn't continue on <laughs> trying and trying. Right. I am a pot. I, you know what I mean? It's just, it's like what you said about Joan Rivers and, and, um. Don Rickles. Don Rickles. That, that is that. Yeah. You know, and underneath. Okay. So I ask all my guests two questions. Okay. The first is, we're very <laughs> pro mental health here. Um, all right. Very pro and no stigma. I'm on every drug. I've been on every drug. Have you ever taken antidepressants? We're no. very pro anti. Wow, no. that is amaze balls. No, I haven't. Wow. So uh, what do you do? Do you meditate? Do you yoga? Do you? I don't. I. You're so you have good brain chemistry, except for that fucking tangerine piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's gone. By right. The way. Bye, tangerine. Do you hate Bye. tangerines now? Uh, no. Like when you see a tangerine, do you think brain tumor? Well, uh, <laughs> no, but I do find I use it as an excuse, which, you know. Oh, that's good. I mean, when I want a better seat on a plane. That's I good. I got to do that. Or, I do, not. I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> sort of. But sometimes. can I tell you? I, but have... I mean, I, I use it with my agent all the time. I use it with Jamie. Can you get me a job? I had a brain tumor. <laughs> it works. I had my knee replaced six years ago, and I still, I'm like, I'm sorry, I just had a knee replacement. <laughs> Can I sit down? I just had a knee replacement. You know. yeah. um, yes. Best part. I love that you are not on ant. I, I just. No, I don't, because I have, I mean, listen, when I do find myself having a little bit of a pity party, I call my daughter. Right. And we laugh. And See, then it's laughter. And it is laughter. I mean, let me just tell you one quick story, and then I'm leaving you. No, you okay. have one more question after that. Okay. Go ahead. My mother had this book when we were living in, uh, and, and people know this, um, we were living in Brentwood, and I came into her office one day, and there was this big red leather-bound book, and I started looking through it, and there were just awful, awful, there were clippings, all clippings of tornadoes and train crashes and all these things like what? this all of these clippings and I said mama what is that she said my tragedy book I said what do you mean she said every time I think I've got it bad I open this book and say think I got it bad look what happened wow to people. that's <laughs> oh, amazing I got to do a tragedy that's book actually an amazing <laughs> that's idea. brilliant your mother was brilliant <laughs> on many levels wow I got it bad look what happened to these people do you do anything Jewish 
because you know you're you know you have a little Jew blood in you. Um, like, do you feel Jewy at all? Um, I don't feel any I'm religion. Not, no, no, I don't feel any religion, but I do respect. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I respect. I don't. I find hearing about certain things, like for instance, okay, my father was terrible, terrible Jew. Right. And when I mean terrible. He had no interest in finding out anything. Right. And I do remember that I said to him, Dad, what's Passover? And he said, it's on the freeway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, will you please tell the Ann Miller joke? And then I have one last question. What? And, wait. I don't do game shows. Uh, uh, oh. 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 Well, okay. We'll have to Jamie cut that little. It. Okay. All right. Jamie knows this. That, okay, Ann Miller was truly one of the funniest and talented and wonderful yeah. people. But she used to just say things that she thought you know she she didn't have any she didn't edit herself and she would just say things. So they were doing Sugar Babies. She and Mickey Rooney, and uh, they didn't get along real well. And and so the boys in the show thought it would be very 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 nice to invite Ann Miller over for Passover and they went to her dressing room and they said, Annie, listen, it's Passover and we would really, really like you to celebrate this, you know, wonderful occasion with us and would you like to come to Passover? She said, honey, I don't do game shows. (laughs) (laughs) And walked away. (laughs) That's hilarious. Mark almost drove off the highway when she told that. Um, Now, I always say, you know, the name of my podcast is Kill Me Now, because I say that about 100 times a day, because people get on my nerves and everything. So I ask every guest at the end, what pisses them off the most? What makes you so angry where you're like, I can't, you know, like, do you, and and it could be anything, because, you know, I have many... Many things that piss, like incompetence, tip jars, you know, stuff like that. But, like, what makes you? Um, What makes me really, really angry is um, when people don't treat other people well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what makes me truly angry. And I I, I don't hold back anymore. Right. I I don't hold back in restaurants when people are rude to waiters and waitresses. Yeah, that pisses me off. Mm -hmm. That, That makes me very, very, and I say, and I say to them, you don't need to behave like that. You don't need to That's say a very like that. yeah. You do not need to behave like and that. And do they do people ever No, they realize what they've done right. and either they but I I do say something now because you don't need to behave like that. Right. So that's what makes me angry watching people be unkind, watching people be rude, watching people I mean that's why I have to say I I another name dropped who i adore and he is my friend and i love don lemon so much oh my god i love Don. he's my friend too he is him. the fucking best he the fucking best i mean he is such a kind yeah he was he had an award given to him uh last weekend oh, at, I was uh, palm springs yeah and i was there <laughs> mm-hmm. and he is again he reminds us all just to be decent. Right. Yeah. Decent human beings. And that's what that's when I see someone not being decent, that's that right. makes me angry. Right. Where do you think that is that you think that's your mother? Yeah. Yeah. It it comes from where I come from. It comes from how I was raised. It was come from it comes from always saying please, always saying thank right. you. 
always saying excuse me. Right. And the other thing that makes me really, 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 really crazy. Okay, and that's the other thing. And then I really have okay. To go. That you can okay. Leave. I I could talk to you when forever. I'm in the yeah. grocery store and I'm in the grocery store at least once a day. Is people who take their shopping carts and they put them in the middle of the aisle oh, and then they go six aisles and then over. they leave and then they leave. Right. See, I don't like I don't and like I think, the and carts. And I think to myself. You, do you drive your car like right. that? I don't like the carts in the parking lot. It makes me crazy. No, that doesn't bother me. No, bring it back to the fucking area. I say bring it back to the area. Yeah. No, see, I'm guilty of that. Really? Well, I'm guilty I would have of that. Do you have a handicap thing because of the brain tumor? Oh, no. No. Okay, good. No. <laughs> no. Have you ever... Have, right. have I driven on the freeway yet? No. Wow. All right, All right last one. Okay. Have you ever... Because uh, this is just a continuation... Have you ever had a friend, you went out to lunch or dinner, they were an asshole to the waiter or waitress, and you never talked to them again? No, because I don't go out with people okay. like that. Just checking. Because I've seen Jamie. But I have, no, I'm kidding. No, I, have, I, I do find myself that I have a, a smaller group of people right. in my life because I do find myself that I am like a tap. Right. I do find myself that if you do something or you're like something, I, ju- I can turn it off. Right. It scares me. That I can do that. But I think and that's I a good skill to have. But I, I also don't feel guilty. Right. I good. Well, that's... Turned yeah. off and... Right. That's it. So right now, I'm going to turn Tell off. me to go fuck myself. No, no, no. All right. Well, this has been amazing. Never. Okay. I Lorna, love this. Okay. You are... I just... You're... I love you. Thank you. And I... You're so talented. Your voice is amazing. You're... A great storyteller. You're th- oh, I just love you. I thank just, you. I can't thank you enough for doing this, thank Jamie. You. Thank you thank for, you for bring- having me on. Oh my God, you're the best, <laughs> Jamie. You were a really good co-host. Was I okay. Yes. This was amazing. Come back just anytime. Seeing you both together is just you're my just- gay heart is so happy. <laughs> yeah. I wish my mother was alive. She would be so happy that oh yeah. Gosh. I told one story. Okay. What? One story for you, and I, you can edit this, too, yeah. because you'll be I'm good. I'm never editing anything um, you say. Listen, <laughs> um, I, when I did my first book signing of this new book uh, two weeks ago, and I did it in West Hollywood, and the mayor of West Hollywood introduced me at this book signing, and he made it Lorna Lofty in West Hollywood, <gasps> and it was the greatest thing. That is the best. It was the best. Okay? It was the best thing. <laughs> gay, gay, gay. And gay. so... <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so I had to tell them the story of when my son, uh, Jesse, he was about seven or eight years old. And my husband, Colin, um, who is he's the half that makes me whole. He's everything to me anyway. And my daughter was really tiny. And so uh, Colin said, you know, you better tell you better have that talk with Jesse. And I said, what? Ta- oh, that talk. Yeah. So I called him in to the living room. I said, honey, listen, it's Halloween mm-hmm. and we're going to West Hollywood <laughs> and oh, no. we may see. And he turned around and said, people dressed up as members of our family. I said, you're going to be just fine. <laughs> Florida, this was a del- thank, you, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jamie. Thank I, you. I'm one of my. I just so you made my day, and as we always say, so long. <laughs> and uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long.